Welcome to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Join us in person for worship each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. For more information about Covenant, including discipleship and mission opportunities, visit us at www.covenantpresjackson.org. The road was busy, well-traveled. And day after day after day, he was there, a fixture, sitting by the busy, well-traveled road, begging. His name was Bartimaeus, an Aramaic name meaning son of Timaeus. Bartimaeus was blind, which meant he could not work in the normal trades of the day. He couldn't farm, he couldn't fish, he couldn't work with wood or stone, he could not provide for himself. So Bartimaeus begged. He didn't hold up a sign. He simply sat by the road, probably dressed in rags, with his cloak spread out before him, calling out so that those who passed by, those who walked by, those who rode by, might have pity, compassion, and give so that he might eat. And certainly some did give, which was why he was there. But it's also certain that many ignored him or ridiculed him or mocked him, perhaps even abused him. But there he sat, day after day after day, by the road, outside the city of Jericho, alone, begging. Jesus was there. In Jericho, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. He had been traveling south from Galilee. Now only 20 miles remained for him to reach Jerusalem, and he knew what awaited him there. Conflict, rejection, suffering, death. For Jesus, the road to Jerusalem, the way to Jerusalem led to the cross. But this was his mission. This was why he came. This was why the Father sent him, to be rejected, to suffer, to die in order to give life to the world. In order to give life. To you. As Jesus was leaving Jericho, his disciples followed him, the twelve, those who had been with him for years. Along with the twelve, a great crowd followed Jesus, some from Jericho, some from other places. They followed him on the road, on the way. And as they walked out of the city, there he was, Bartimaeus. Just as he was day after day after day, sitting by the road, cloak spread before him, begging. The blind man heard the crowd passing by. He heard the talking, the whispering, the laughter of a number of voices. He heard the rise and fall of many feet, the rhythm of clothing moving on bodies. And he wanted to know what was going on. What was all the commotion? What was happening? Why were there so many people on the road? So he asked directing his questions to whoever in the crowd was close by in the hopes that someone might hear and listen and stop. And someone did. And they told him that it was Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus was passing by. Jesus was on the road. Jesus was going to Jerusalem and a great crowd was following him. Well, Bartimaeus had heard about Jesus. 
Word about Jesus had spread far and wide. Word about his teaching that Jesus taught as one with authority. Word about his miracles, that he healed, that he cast out demons, that he walked on water, that he fed thousands, that he even raised the dead. Bartimaeus had heard about Jesus. And as soon as he heard that Jesus was passing by, as soon as he heard that Jesus was near, Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus calls Jesus. Bartimaeus confesses Jesus as the son of David. Our Old Testament reading was from 2 Samuel. A thousand years before Jesus, a millennium before Bartimaeus, David was king of Israel. David, the shepherd from Bethlehem, David, the musician, David, the giant slayer, David was king over God's people. And David desired to build a house for God. He desired to build God a temple, a place of worship for God's people. The king informs Nathan Nathan, who was a prophet of God, of his desire to build this house for God. And Nathan tells David to do as he wished, to build that the Lord would be with him. But that night, David has a dream. And in the dream, the Lord speaks to Nathan. The Lord tells Nathan that David is not to build for him a house. Instead, the Lord promises to build David a house. Listen to verse 16 again. And your house is and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. The Lord promises David that his house would continue forever, that his throne would be established forever, that only members of David's house would rule over God's people, that only descendants of David would be king. Well, a thousand years later, there was no king. A thousand years later, no descendant of David reigned. But God's people waited. They watched. They prayed for a king. They prayed for a Messiah, a Christ, knowing that God keeps his promises, trusting that God would fulfill his promise. Bartimaeus cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus believes and confesses that Jesus is God's king. He believes and confesses that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. And sitting by the road, he begs the king, not for money or even food. He begs the king for mercy, for compassion on him, a poor blind man helpless, with nothing to offer, nothing to give. And as Bartimaeus cried out, many in the crowd rebuked him. They reproached him for bothering Jesus. They wanted him to be silent. They wanted him to be quiet. Now, perhaps you have experienced something like Bartimaeus, where you said something or expressed something, perhaps even about the Christian faith, your faith. And it was clear that those around you, those that you were with, wanted you to be quiet, to be silent. Now, perhaps you weren't rebuked, but maybe ignored or dismissed. 
Well, the words of the crowd have no effect on Bartimaeus whatsoever. Instead of being silent, he cries out all the more. Instead of being quiet, he cries out all the louder. He cries out in desperation. He cries out in need. Son of David, have mercy on me. Well, listen again to the first few words of verse 49. Now, you can easily read over these words. You can quickly pass over these words and miss their significance. But listen to them again. Verse 49. And Jesus stopped. And Jesus stopped. The Son of God heard the cries of Bartimaeus. The Son of David heard the cries of this blind beggar by the road. Jesus hears. He hears a cry of need, a cry of desperation, a cry for mercy. Jesus hears. Jesus listens. Jesus attends to his voice. And Jesus stops. The one who came not to be served, but to serve stops. Are you in need today, right now? Are you desperate? If so, cry out to the King of Kings. If so, cry out to Jesus, cry out to him for mercy, cry out to him for compassion. If that's not you, if you're not there right now, if you're not there today, when you do find yourself there, cry out to Jesus. And whether it's today or tomorrow or next month or next year, know this, be certain of this, he hears. He listens. He stops. He will not pass you by. Jesus hears the cries of Bartimaeus. Jesus stops and he speaks two words, call him. Call him. Now the crowd, instead of rebuking the blind man, instead of silencing the beggar, they call him, they beckon to him, they even encourage him, listen again, to their words to him, take heart, get up, he's calling you. At these words, immediately Bartimaeus jumps up, immediately Bartimaeus goes to Jesus, and before he can utter a word, before he can say a word, Jesus asks him a question. It's the same question that Jesus asked James and John. Two of his disciples in last week's passage that Andrew preached on. And here's the question. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? How would you answer? Bartimaeus has been asking for people to do for him his whole life. Can you give me money? Can you give me food? Can you give me clothing? Can you help me home? Can you lead me here? Can you lead me there? And now the son of David, now the Messiah, God in the flesh, who called him, asks, what do you want me to do for you? Well, James and John had an extraordinary request. They asked Jesus for glory. They asked Jesus for power. They wanted to sit at Jesus' right hand and left hand in his kingdom. But Bartimaeus had a more ordinary request. Verse 50. 
a more humble request. He doesn't want power. He doesn't want fame. And although he has nothing, he doesn't even want wealth. Bartimaeus wants to be healed. Rabbi, let me recover my sight. Actually, in, instead of rabbi, the word here is rabuni. Rabuni, let me recover my sight. The title rabuni is from the same root as rabbi, but it has a more formal use. Instead of my master, which is rabbi, the sense is more my Lord. It's another confession by Bartimaeus. My Lord, let me see. Jesus replies, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Bartimaeus had faith. Bartimaeus believed. He believed in Jesus, that he was the son of David. He believed in Jesus, that he was the Messiah. He believed that Jesus was the Lord, that he was able to heal him, restore him, make him whole. By faith, this blind man could see. And not, not physically see, but spiritually see. By faith, this blind man could see Jesus. Even with eyes that did not work properly, he saw who Jesus was. He recognized Jesus' identity. And because of his faith, this blind man could see. Jesus healed him. Jesus restored his sight. Jesus made him whole and told him to go his own way. Imagine the joy of Bartimaeus, where once all was darkness, he could now see colors and shapes and textures and patterns and contrasts. Where all was darkness, he could now see the blue sky and the green grass. He could now see hills and mountains. He could see the son of David standing right before him. He could see the one whom he believed in. He could see the disciples, the 12. He could see the crowd all around him following Jesus. Now, surely now that he could see, there were people that Bartimaeus wanted to see. There were places that Bartimaeus wanted to see that he'd never seen before. Jesus said he could go his own way. But Bartimaeus did not want to go his own way. He wanted to go Jesus' way. He wanted to follow the son of David. He wanted to follow his Lord, his Savior. He wanted to keep his eyes, his now open eyes, he wanted to keep them on Jesus. And so he joined him on, the, on, on his road, the road to Jerusalem. And so he followed him on his way, the way to the cross, the way to life. Now, the story of Bartimaeus is the story of the gospel. It's the story of discipleship. If you follow Jesus, if you, if you claim Jesus, it's your story. Just like Bartimaeus, outside of Jesus, you're blind. Helpless. Nothing but a beggar. Sitting by the road in rags. In need. 
But because you're blind, you don't even know. You can't see the reality of your state. You can't see your rags. You can't see your need. Instead of a beggar, through your sinful pride, through the the lens of your sinful pride, you think you're royalty. A king. A queen. You think you're top of the world center of the world, that everyone should bow to you. Or because of difficult circumstances in and around your life combined with sinful pride, the lens of sinful pride, you think you're worse than a beggar, but you don't really need help and you don't really want help. You're a suffering hero, bottom of the world, but center of the world. Everyone should bow to you. And then something happens. God starts working in your heart. The Holy Spirit starts opening your eyes little by little. And the light that you see sows some doubts in your heart. Perhaps you're not royalty. Perhaps you're not the sinner after all. And then you hear about Jesus. You hear word about Jesus, his teaching, his miracles, his his death, his resurrection. You read the Bible. You hear a sermon. Someone tells you about him. And God's spirit works through this word, and you start to see him, the king. You start to know him, the son of God, and you start to see your rags. You start to see your need. You start to see your sin, and Jesus walks by. And he calls you. If you have not called out to him, call out to him for mercy. If you have not, go to him. He calls you. Go to him in faith. Even if it's only faith as big as a mustard seed, that's enough. Don't wait. Go to him. Ask him to open your eyes. Ask him to open your eyes so that you might see, truly see him, so that you might truly see yourself, so that you might truly see the world. Go to him and follow. Follow the son of David. Follow him on his road. Follow him in his way. It's the way that leads to life. Life to the fullest here and now. And life eternal. Forever life. And if Jesus has opened your eyes, if you have gone to him, if you do walk in his way, keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on your Savior, the one who gives you life. Thank you for tuning in to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. 